0: Hey hotties, it's your Averagely Hot hosts, Morgan and Cece, back again with more not-so-hot takes on all things pop culture, life, career, beauty, and style. Not every opinion you have is a hot take, and that's okay, we don't judge. But when you do have a hot take, we're all ears. So grab your favorite beverage, spiked, caffeinated, or otherwise, and join us for another Venn session. Cheers. Hey hotties, we missed you. So much. So much. It feels like it's been an eternity since we've talked to you. In reality, it's only been two weeks. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, it it does feel super long. I think I'm just going to go ahead and reveal. We both had COVID, so mentally, we've been a bit off. Things have been feeling weird.
0: As weird as we always were, we just got 10 times weirder. We're both okay, by the way. We both yeah. um, are vaccinated queens, so really, really mild mm-hmm. symptoms. I think CC. Got it a little more intense than I did, but nothing that was like we couldn't – it wasn't like we was like hard to breathe or we had any like crazy, crazy issues. Like you just were super fatigued. I was um, – I am thinking I'm having like after effects because I am breaking out. Like I'm a 14-year-old boy right now. I don't know what's going on with my skin. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm blaming it on COVID. Yeah, that's wild. I also had really – I had really bad insomnia, which is apparently common – so that was a weird, that was a not fun moment. But we've we've come out on the other side. We're here. We're thriving now. We're Q1 hotties <laughs> yeah, now. To some extent. <laughs> to some extent. So aside from our COVID times, what's your current temp check vibe? What's going on with you?
0: Um, you know, um I feel like I've complained every time we've done a temp check, but um I mean, I'm going to try to be positive, but <laughs> this week has been rough. Um, we didn't have Wi-Fi the entire day yesterday, and I work completely from home. So that was um, tough to figure out. So
1: so Susie, what was going on with you?
0: What's your time um,
1: Okay. I have just done the thing that I have done my entire life where I have bitten off way more than I can chew, which is fine. I knew this was going to happen. Cute. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Uh, per our last episode – studying for my real estate license, live, laugh, love it, working a ton for both brands, Um, barely sleeping, mood, vibes. I mean, no complaints though. Champagne problems. All things are things I like. Like my friend, I was on the phone with her the other day and she was like, how do you do everything? And I was like, you know. High functioning anxiety, that's how. Yeah, Exactly and i was just like if i'm doing nothing i'm going to freak out so just be rolling with it
0: yeah i respect it i we're doing our best i mean we're just going to with us <laughs> both having monday off we're just going to recover and be still on top yeah
1: i'm getting a haircut monday just a trim you know i'd never you know i'd never cut the length
0: um you say length so differently than i yeah. do yeah
1: that twang, baby,
0: <laughs> that twang. Um. By the way, we haven't introed ourselves in a while. If you're new here, I'm Morgan. I live in the Midwest.
1: Oh yeah, shit. We actually have a lot of new listeners. I love watching the stats go up. So oh, hi, you guys are amazing for that. Yeah. <laughs> hi, hotties. That's Morgan. She's from the Midwest. I'm Cece. I'm from Kentucky, and I've dropped my accent pretty well over the years, but she comes out to play sometimes. Yeah. She sure does. Like when you said length. Length. That was cute. (laughs) Oh, you know what will probably trigger you? That triggered a lot of my northern Kentucky friends when I was in college. Tell me. When you go to the store and you get the thing with wheels to put your groceries in, what do you call that? Okay, That
0: That is called a grocery cart or a cart. Do you call it the same thing Aaron does?
1: I call it a buggy.
0: Okay. So Aaron's from the... from the east coast and he calls it a carriage i'm like that's
1: not a carriage what do you mean it's a cart i've never heard carriage uh i don't know why i would say shopping cart i will be saying buggy a buggy just makes me think of like a 1930s (laughs) silent film
0: (laughs) like let's go get our horse and buggy like
1: what (laughs) that's the vibes
0: Oh my god, we have to ask everyone what they call it because I'm dying to know if there's like other terms. No, so am I because I've honestly... We need your feedback, hotties. Yeah,
1: we're going to put a pull up the day this episode comes out. Um, I've never heard it called a carriage, honestly. This should be interesting. So this episode this episode is focused on selling Sunset and selling Tampa. A lot of the hotties are huge selling series fans. We are massive selling series fans. And we have some fun tea um, for you too, And you so... S- we're excited to get into it. We have good tea. Good tea. We have good tea. Um, And typically we start episodes also with a pop culture roundup. And I thought when I was making the outline for this last night when I was thinking about it, I thought we were going to skip it, but good shit happened last night and we got to talk about it. There's
0: way too many things that happened in the past two weeks. To the point where I was like, should we start doing weekly podcasts simply for the pop culture roundup? Because so much. Literally so much.
1: Um, so one thing we have to talk about, if you missed the first episode, first of all, go listen to it. Second of all, Morgan and I, one of our biggest pick me girl traits that we both share is that we're in the top 1% of Kanye West listeners.
0: We're sick like that. And not sick like cool sick. We're like mentally
1: sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> mentally mentally sick from it. I can't wait for his documentary on Netflix. It's going to be so good. That's an episode. Cannot wait.
0: Yeah, that's definitely an episode. Um, But yeah, so massive Kanye fans. The last time we talked about him, we talked about – I don't even think we talked about him buying the house across the street from Kim, but we did talk about how he was like begging for her back at that Mm -hmm. concert he did with Drake. Um, So in New Developments, he bought the house across the street from her. And then – is now linked to Julia Fox, who I have so many thoughts about. Um, but Julia Fox is basically a Manhattan socialite. Um, she became friends with. She's like basically the like Paris Hilton of this era because she just like hangs around parties and that's pretty much how she got connected with a 24 studios and the brothers who run that studio. She like became really good friends with them and she was like, yeah, like Loki, I like maybe want to get into acting. So they casted her in one of their films and she's pretty much blown up um, from that. Do you have anything else to say before we continue on with Julia Fox's origin story?
1: Um. Yeah. I think Julia Fox is so hot and iconic. Also, wasn't she a fashion designer or is a fashion designer? I'm pretty sure. I think Um, I read that.
0: I think so. I know that she's friends with Leah Mob from Real Housewives of New York. And Leah has her own fashion Mm -hmm. line. um, Mob family, I think it's called. I wouldn't be surprised if Julia like does something. She's like one of those people who just like grew up in like around wealth and in wealth and in the city. And so, like, it's basically she's, like, a product of everyone around her that she was able to kind of get this break. Um, And now Mm -hmm. her, like, new break is being Kanye West's girlfriend.
1: (laughs) I mean, good for her. I really like them as a couple. They seem happy. He's treating her right. They make so much sense. Like, she's, like, pretty much the
0: female version of him. Like, she's a little chaotic. I think she does a lot of things without thinking them mm-hmm. through. Like, literally the weekend before they were linked, um, she was going off on her baby daddy on Instagram stories. Like, absolutely, like, oh compromising a lawsuit, basically. Just, like, going off on him. And it could. Just, it's just so something Ooh. Kanye would do. Um and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he saw that and he was like, I love this energy, but they both have um I mean they both have kids. They both have like, I feel like they have a lot in common. She's a super creative person. So I think that they just mm-hmm. like kind of vibe on that level. Um and they just like they make a lot of sense. I think they have a lot of like same characteristics. And do I think they're gonna burn out? A thousand percent. They're not gonna last.
1: I just yeah, all these celebrity couples, I'm like, they're fine. They're great to look at for a little bit. I never am like they are the end-all be-all or really care what they do long-term, you know?
0: Yeah. I think they're just too similar Mm -hmm. to the point that it's just going to be like they can't operate together. It's going to be too much. But I'm excited. We've already got great photo shoots. Is she a Gemini too? I don't know. We've already gotten great photo shoots from them. We've already gotten great like insider scoop. I mean, she did a whole interview with Interview Mag, so – I don't have much to complain about
1: yet. No. She – I wonder what her sign is. I'm about to Google it. What's your guess? I honestly
0: get like Scorpio. I get Scorpio vibes. She's just like very chaotic.
1: I think she's an Aquarius. She has that vibe. Ah! I'm so good. She's an Aquarius. Are you kidding me? She's Aquarius? Oh, my God. Yeah, she's an Aquarius born – oh, she's – whoa, she's young. Yeah. February 2nd, 1990. She, she just looked like an air sign to me, but I was like, she can't be a Libra. She's too level-headed. Or she's not level-headed enough, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: she definitely has yeah. some sort of Scorpio, like very prominent in her chart because she is so chaotic and I feel like she doesn't really care. Like she puts it all out there and she doesn't care what happens. She's just like, honestly, this is my truth. I'm saying it and that's that. And I respect that. Could I ever do that? No, I can't put yeah. it all out there like she does, but – Um, I'm super happy for her, especially after like that, she went on that crazy rant. I'm sure someone screen recorded and you can watch the rant that she went on about her baby daddy. But um, after that, and then her like being absolutely swept off her feet by Kanye, I'm happy. Yes. And
1: like people are like, oh, he's love bombing her. And I'm like, these people are celebrities. It's different. Like, yes, if a random dude that I matched with on Hinge on the second date is taking me to the Louisville downtown Omni with a closet full of clothes. Yeah, it's a little freaking weird. But they're celebrities like they have so much money. They don't know how to be normal. Like, of course, he's going to give her a closet full of clothes.
0: Isn't that what they do on every single bachelor date? So
1: <laughs> tea, tea. So, yeah, Kanye, and Julia Fox. We live it. We laugh it. We love it. It's hot.
0: On to um, Kanye's ex gal Kim. Kim and Pete. Kim and are... Wow. I. What do you think, Morgan? Still love them. However, what is up with Kim unfollowing Miley on Instagram after the New Year's Eve show? Like oh. you're telling me that oh, Kim I didn't Card- know that you're telling me that Kim Kardashian's jealous of Miley Cyrus. There's just like not a chance. So what's going on there? What?
1: Okay, I mean I unfollow people all the time, and if I've ever unfollowed you don't take it personally. I literally just – if I don't really care what you're doing, I've been following you and it's not personal. It just is what it is. But I do think it was weird and it seems like uh, – I feel like the Kardashians are probably Miley fans. That tracks.
0: Yeah. I just – like what happened? Like was she jealous of like the New Year's Eve show that Pete and Miley did together? And like if so, like why is that grounds for unfollowing her? Because she knows that her fan base carefully watches like literally everything she does. So I feel like there's some sort of like strategy behind it. Because why?
1: Mm-hmm. There has to be. Yeah. But I guess like Kim and Pete, like, I think, do you think they're real, the real deal still? Or do you think, I mean, do you, you were, you thought it was like, um, A PR stunt. And I was like, I think it's real. I
0: I was like on board with them for a second and then this Miley thing happened and I'm like, how is this not strategy? Like, how is this not PR? So I'm still on the fence.
1: Also like, I don't know. There's no reason for Kim at this point, in my opinion, to be like low key about her relationships. It's like, okay, there's pictures of you on planes going to and from the Bahamas or wherever they just went. And it's still like, is this legit? Just say what it is. Kanye and Julia Fox are just like, yeah, we're together. We're making out in the streets, vibes, mood. Like, Kim thinks she's so mysterious.
0: Kim just thinks she's, like, so mysterious. And it's like, no, you're not. No. Like,
1: no, That's literally me. Actually, I've given up on being mysterious. I literally don't know how to stop talking about my life. Same.
0: I don't know how to shut up. That's, like, a very fun trait of mine. Um. Also, we got the date for the Kardashian show on Hulu. And I could not be more excited. Mm-hmm.
1: So... That's gonna be fun. God, so happy! It's gonna be so good. I do wish it was an HBO production because you know I love the HBO budgets.
0: Me, but I'll me take too. it. Um, but we'll take it, and you know what else we'll take—that amazing picture of Pete Davidson, Anthony from Queer Eye, and Martha freaking Stewart.
1: You mean my? You mean my Mona Lisa? Yes, that belongs in the Louvre. That was literally like.
0: Um, The creation picture, like the two hands outstretched, that was like your worlds colliding. That was like (laughs) Pete Davidson and Martha Stewart's hands were just like, Mm -hmm. "Ah." and Anthony was just there. But he's like so handsome, so it's fine.
1: (laughs) I love Martha Stewart so much. I love that woman. And I saw – first thing, I woke up. I opened Instagram because I'm a little serotonin box addict, and I saw that picture. It was top of my feed. I screeched in bed. Screeched like a hatching pterodactyl, and I was just overjoyed. And then my favorite part was when Martha Stewart cropped in on her and Pete in the photo, cropped out Antony and put it on her story and tagged Pete Davidson and misspelled his name. She is so <laughs> iconic.
0: Comments by Celebs just posted um, their roundup from last week, and Martha Stewart, like, tagged Palm – the Palm – not Palm Springs, but the – whatever the cafe is in Beverly Hills Hotel, she, like, tagged it, but they don't have an Instagram, and so everyone was calling her out in the comments and, like, calling her out for her outfit, and she was, like, okay, noted, like, next time I go to Beverly Hills Hotel, I'm just, like, not going to tell you guys. Like, she was just, like, fuck all you guys (laughs) She's she's amazing. She's like, okay, like thanks for like telling me what I'm supposed to wear. Like I'm Martha Stewart. I can wear whatever I want. What do you mean?
1: Literally, she's like, I invented y'all, and don't you forget it. (laughs) Yeah, what? Put some respect on my name. I love that she she also is like Pete Davidson, cute guy with painted nails. And I was like, Yes, the girls that get it get it. And Martha's one of the girls. And Martha Stewart clearly gets it. She gets it. Nothing but respect for my queen. And then the craziest thing happened yesterday that had Cece almost pass out from excitement. Do you want to share the news? Literally. shake. Yes. I would love to be a disciple and spread the good news. Uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are so engaged. The ring is stunning. Everybody's bitching about the bands. They're like, the bands are so thick. They look like they're from K Jewelers. Listen. I think that their blood is inside the bands, and that's why they needed to be thick. The fact that you think
0: that's a normal sentence is like so concerning. Okay, so by everybody she means (laughs) me. I am upset about the band. I'm just like, this is my personal hot take opinion, whatever. I just like, I'm not a fan of the bulky bulge band. And that is just me. Megan Fox does have skinny hands, so it doesn't look that bad. It's just like not my Mm. taste. And that's that on that. Otherwise, I love the new two-stone trend. I'm very into it. Ariana Grande, Indie Blue, MGK and Megan Now. Very, very into it. Um, No notes. No notes.
1: No notes. Two stones are better than one. Um, I think Machine Gun Kelly did an amazing job. I'm so proud of him. And honestly, they're going to live forever and – I'm so happy for them. I'm like so sick
0: of you, you saying things that you think are like normal sentences. I just like I can't. <laughs> what's what's wrong with this? I mean they're they're not vampires. What's they're not going to live forever. So listen. <laughs> I think they are. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion.
1: My opinion is that there's <laughs> Wait, I saw something really <laughs> I saw a really funny comment that I have to share with the class. So you've seen the video of them proposing, right? And their outfits. Like Meg looks amazing. She's in like a skimpy little black dress. She looks stunning. And Machine Gun Kelly is wearing like black pants and like a long sleeve collared shirt that's like it's sequin covered, but it is black and white, like horizontal stripes. Someone commented. (laughs) I don't even know if I can say it without laughing. someone commented and said why does he look like a footlocker employee okay i didn't see it and now i see it so
0: spot on with that listen i'm happy for them i think this wedding going was is be so gorgeous and like it's definitely going to be on Cece's pinterest board so
1: yeah big big week for us mm-hmm. hotties Very big pop culture week for us. So that was pop culture. We're pretty happy about it. But let's get into the good stuff. TV honestly slaps right now, aside from the selling series. New Euphoria, fire. Fire. I mean, I haven't watched it yet
0: besides the first five minutes. And then I was like, I need to focus on this. So I haven't revisited it yet. But I already, like, I've been trying to stay off Twitter and TikTok even because I don't want any spoilers. But Mm -hmm. from what I've gathered in that first five minutes I saw... I am in for a
1: treat. It's so good. Fezco pops off this season. (sighs) Fezco is so hot. He is. Honestly, dudes like Fezco love me and I love them right back. He's like the meaty version of Pete Davidson. Yeah.
0: Like he he has skin and bones. Pete Davidson's (laughs) just bones.
1: Yeah, he has skin and bones. Um, it's a. It's great. Though. I'm excited about it, and we've been into Hype House in twenty-somethings Austin because we're just trash.
0: We're so Still sick. Trash. Um. Yeah. I mean, we've we talked about this before on the podcast about how we think that um, unscripted television is not necessarily trash.
1: Hype House is trash. Mm-hmm. It's just full on. Trash. It's trash. <laughs> it's full on trash. Okay. Nobody in that house has a brain cell. Well, has a fully developed front fully developed frontal lobe and it stresses me out there's no adults in the house
0: no adults besides thomas who's maybe 23 but he definitely looks like he's 43 so i don't really know if he's like a child predator or if he's actually that age or like what's going on but he acts like he acts like a house daddy and he's not even older than the oldest person in there so i don't know what's going on he
1: reminds me of uh the fire festival dude billy mcfarland they have the same vibe they have the same energy. Also, same that man is so scattered. They would do so well with a Jira account. That hype house would. They need project management software like you wouldn't believe.
0: They need. They need a project manager.
1: They just. They do. That's what they need. They do, and the they don't realize it. the
0: fact that the fact that they couldn't make eight Bang Energy Juice, whatever the fuck it's called, videos in one month, and there's what twelve of them living in there what is going on? How are you literally a content house and you can't put out eight pieces of sponsored content that's paying your rent? I would bang those out the first day of the month and be like, great, done for the month.
1: What? Literally, I would be like, congrats. We all just made a million dollars. Give me an iced Americano and a shot list and we're done. Bang, bang, bang.
0: I just don't they get it. They need a
1: project manager. I don't get it. Like,
0: where is all this money coming from where they're, like, literally fighting over which car to take? Like, oh, should we take the Range Rover, the Rolls Royce, or should we take the, like, I don't know, the Bugatti? Is that a car? Like, i just like, what? How are you fighting over this and you can't make a it's bang insane. energy
1: TikTok? It's insane. And then, I don't know, sometimes, like, uh, I think her name's… coover cover sometimes she'll say stuff and i'm like i'm like you're really intelligent i'm like what are you doing here
0: i swear to god she met that guy and she's like 20 yeah she met that guy and then her life like just went downhill i don't know but like he seems like a nice guy like everything that he's been Mm -hmm. through it's like he came out on top but like he seems like he's stunted and he doesn't know how to grow. I don't know. Like there's just so much character development that could happen. But if you don't – if you are already on mm-hmm. the fence about reality TV or you like reality TV to be like somewhat entertaining and but you judge it, don't watch this because you will be judging the heck. Out. I could barely finish it because I was like – I felt like I was yeah. losing brain cells. It was like, you guys are all idiots. I found out a cool secret about you. It was like, you think Lil Huddy's cute, so.
1: <laughs> That's not a secret. Once Lil Huddy has a fully developed frontal lobe, he can HMU. He can HMU. When the brain is fully there, on my way, Lil Huddy. My vampire dream bay. I unfortunately don't think his brain will ever be fully developed. Yeah. Um, Uh,
0: no shade but wow that is a kid who i don't like i just like keep thinking about how these kids are 18 and then living in houses by themselves with no parental authority my mom would literally never sign off on that and i know they're in la and it's like a completely different culture than what you and i are used to but
1: where are your parents i know they're also like most of them are 18 which i i get that that's like the age you're allowed to be on your own, but I'm like, you guys have got some, like, growing up to do. It's it's a scary concept.
0: And what's the long game here? So, like, you have all this money now, but, like, what are you going to do after? Like, you're not going to college. You, like, don't have any, like, long-term income. I mean, none of them have a podcast. They don't have, like, individual merch. They have Hype House merch, but they don't have individual merch. Like, where – what mm-hmm. is your plan? Because – they, I don't think they no. think that they're going to last forever on TikTok. I think they're at least smart enough to know that. But no. what's what's the deal after that?
1: I know. That's why I feel like Lil Huddy is like, yo, I need to work on my music because I think he sees that. I think he's got it. I'm like, he's so wise. I respect that. Um, however, yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Right, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, okay, one thing that was refreshing about Hype House, I think his name is Thomas, maybe the blonde curly haired one with tattoos. There's kind of like three like that. But he's the one who's like notorious for thirst traps. Vinny? Whichever one is notorious for thirst traps. In his interview, the producers were like, Can you explain what a thirst trap is? And he was like, Oh my god, he was like embarrassed. And he was like, Honestly, I don't watch them. He's like, I just film them and post them. I know they're cringy. And I was like, Okay, so they know they're cringy. Like, that's good. I was worried. I was like, do they know? Yeah, at least they know that they're being cringy. And honestly, like, get your bag. Get your bag. I respect him for that. He's like, I just got to get a bag to get to.
0: On a not bleachable brain (laughs) note, 20 somethings is fantastic on Netflix. Another Netflix original. Loved it. This is not sponsored, by the way.
1: Netflix is not paying us a coin and they really need to. Not yet anyway. They will after this. Um,
0: 20-somethings is a group. It's almost like real world but not as fun because they're in separate houses. But it's eight 20-something kids from across the U.S., which is kind of a lie because it's mostly people from L.A. and that area, which was kind of annoying to me. But um, they are all stuffed in a house. They're at different stages in their life, career, relationships, all that good stuff. Um, And it's just cameras following them around. It is – Fantastic TV.
1: Um, yeah, it's amazing. And what I really like about Twenty Somethings, and I think this is my favorite kind of reality TV. That's like uh, Love Is Blind is like this. Also, the cast is not that polished. They're all like attractive or or whatever, but they're not. They're not that level of like influencer. Or, like they know that this show is their golden ticket, like Bachelorette vibes. And I'm like, you're just so relatable that it's amazing.
0: They're all unaware of the camera besides Abby. Abby knows where the camera is, but everyone else everyone else like kind of forgets that they're there. Um but Miss Abby, should we talk about her yeah. in the nicest way possible? Oh my god. Abby, I want have you finished yet the no, show?
1: No, we are halfway through right now. Okay, Abby does experience a little bit of growth at the end and we love that for her. We love to see growth, but she is and i don't even care to say this because i've grown as a person she reminds me of me of at like age 18 where she is just so thirsty Same. for male validation where it's like it's like go to therapy and then come back
0: no she she also reminds me of myself um i mean i'm not going to spoil anything by saying this but she is recently divorced and she's 24 or 25 so she got married at age 20 i believe it was And I think all her points that she has to say about relationships are extremely valid. Like, don't get married young. Like, definitely, like, dip your toes in different ponds, whatever. However, the minute someone shows interest in her, she, like, completely reverts back to that person of, like, okay, I'm locked and loaded. Like, Mm -hmm. you're mine now. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. You can't be like, oh, I grew after my divorce. Like, you just got divorced. You obviously didn't grow. You're obviously, like, still craving a relationship. And that's probably got to be so hard to shake, like, coming off of a divorce and, like, not having someone sleeping next to you every night or, like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: right. I understand. And that happened to her so young. Yeah. Like, I I feel sad for her. Like, I do have, like, empathy. But the way she, like, treats her girlfriends in that house, it's not cool. And I'm like, whoa.
0: Yeah. She acts like she's 20 years older than them, giving them advice. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, we understand that you like have a different – like an extremely fast life experience compared to some of these other people. Like the other girl, um, Nicole? No. Natalie. Um, Like she's never been on a date because of her, like, upbringing, and she's 26. So, like, yeah, you're Mm -hmm. obviously going to have different advice or, you know, more experienced advice to give her, but just because of your one experience doesn't make you better than these other people.
1: Also, like, okay, I don't want to spoil anything, and you haven't gotten to this episode yet. So there is a point closer to the end of the show where Abby does something incredibly, like, toxic to Natalie, and it's, like, not cool at all. It is, like, blatantly – a stab in the back and natalie handles it like an icon natalie is
0: like honestly when the when the first like scene opened and it was natalie being extremely weird aaron and i looked at each other and we were like oh this girl's gonna be the worst but then like five minutes into the show we were like oh she's the most normal one out of all of them she's the best and she's the funniest she's the most relatable she's so funny Mm -hmm. yeah i'm obsessed with natalie big natalie fan um no notes on Natalie. No notes. Love her. Perfect. I'm really sad to hear that. Don't spoil it for me. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really pleased with it. Um, I did when they were casting for the show, I did get an, an a casting email and I did fill it out. And this was pre-panny. Oh
1: my god. Um, but
0: it was also around the time that I met my current boyfriend. And I also just like wasn't in a headspace to just like move cities. So it was like a cute, fun <laughs> little baby interview, and then I was like, I'm outie. Uh-huh. Um and watching the show, there's no way I would have gotten along with any of these people. Not one.
1: Okay, but I actually do think that there is a very strong possibility that if you had full on pursued it like you do with things that you truly want, like this podcast or your job or whatever, you would have gotten it. There's not a doubt in my mind.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think I would have like absolutely fought Abby. Like I probably would have been kicked off the show because she yeah. is the kind of girl that like I can't like Five years ago, I wouldn't have stood up to her. I would have just been like, yeah, you're really annoying. But I never would have said it to her face. Now I'd be like, shut the fuck up or I'm punching you. Like, you're too much.
1: Yeah. You, you would have added you and Abby would have had like a, a drama storyline for sure for sure in another life where the butter butterfly effect is real and another life where whatever night you met AP you stayed in you are yeah. on twenty somethings Austin and I am tweeting about how I'm your biggest fan
0: <laughs> I but I am obsessed with Austin it did make me want to go back and visit um, um I'm a big Austin fan that's no secret so yeah that's yeah, that's we talked about that last episode yeah
1: I want to go. Yeah, that was 20 somethings. We loved it. But enough about 20 somethings. And on to 20 million dollar houses.
0: Oh, what a smooth transition.
1: Selling Sunset baby. Season 4. Oh, okay. What I love
0: what I love about this is um I mean, they filmed this so fast. We didn't even get Chrishell dating Jason yet. That's how fast the season was filmed. I was so mad about that. But you can? I was so You can tell in the last few episodes, like, you can tell they're eyeing each other. And I have a feeling they, like, probably were, like, on the low talking at that point.
1: I think so, too. I think they were definitely doing wine night at Jason's – one of Jason's houses. Mm -hmm. So there was a scene at the end in one of the last couple episodes And they're asking about – like they're talking about dating or something and they're asking Chrishell if she's seeing anyone and she is – she has no poker face because she's so like – I love Chrishell. I think she's super relatable and I think she has like a heart of gold actually. And you can tell she's like, oh my god, we need to stop talking about this. Like you can tell something just happened between her and Jason. Yeah.
0: No, I – I totally, I totally agree. And I knew exactly what scene you were talking about <laughs> when you brought that up. So yes. yes, totally agree. I'm so salty, but we also know that season five wrapped already. Yeah. Like the be- season five wrapped before season four even came out. So I know in season five, we're going to get the Chrishell Jason love story. But then like right after Chrishell and Jason, like that whole like thing broke with season five, blah, blah, blah. Season four comes out. They broke Yeah. Up. So now I'm like, is season five going to leave us on a cliffhanger of them like being together and we're going to have to wait for season six for all the breakup drama? Like I'm here for it. I will watch, you know, two, five, ten more seasons of this show. But I mean, they're cranking – they're churning and burning. They're cranking these out fast. I
1: hope that we don't have to wait another year since it's already filmed. Like why would we? I think six months is so appropriate now for season rest periods. And I do think – it makes me think we are going to get, like, the breakup, the end of it, because they did not announce their breakup that long after season right. four came right. out. It was, like, a week or two after it came out, I feel Should like. Should be good. That makes me feel like that's the strategy. Should be good. So, But what are your overall thoughts?
0: Overall thoughts, Um, I feel like – It feels like now we've seen so many episodes of this show where 20 years ago, that would have been the whole first season, you know? So now I feel like I know all of the. I know. I feel like I know all of the characters now. I have alliances um, and I like know the market now too. Like I understand the the Hollywood Hills market. So I feel like I'm finally in a good place Mm -hmm. with the show where I can like state an opinion and like stand fact in it and like – I feel like i could go visit hidden hills and like be uh-huh. like yes that house would probably be that much to sell so overall vibes i just feel like very like
1: <laughs> yes. loyal and anchored and just like at peace <laughs> right okay so i have some interesting okay i think the main it feels like the main storyline for this season was christine and emma's past drama Since Emma was the new girl, so Emma is a new Oppenheim agent, stunning, looks like Barbie, and she's like cute. So, so
0: attractive.
1: Cute and hot. I'm like, good for you.
0: I love her style. Also girl boss. I love her style. I'm obsessed with everything she wears. Her style's amazing. The minute she walked on screen, I texted Cece and I was like, I have to have that outfit. Like,
1: what? Yeah. So, okay, the the – underlying storyline for like the whole season was that Christine and Emma have beef because in like 2015 Christine was allegedly dating a guy that Emma was also dating and Christine says she was engaged this man don't think she was nope. and was Emma engaged to him?
0: Actually, I think she was I can't remember. It's been a minute since I've watched, but yeah, I think she was engaged. To him. I think so too. Yes, 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 because she actually had a ring. Here's my thing. She actually had a ring and then Christ- she was like saying yeah. like Christine like, "Where's your ring?" and she's like, "Oh, I gave it back to him." It's like
1: We don't believe you. How does none of your friends know? Yeah, cuz Christina's talking to like Davina and she's like, "So, I wonder if it's the same ring, you know?" And they were like, "Christine, girl, you never had a ring." Here's my thing. Why aren't they mad at the dude? Why are they mad at each other? Also,
0: have you seen the picture of the dude? He is not worth being yeah. like TV drama.
1: <laughs> no, like he's fine, I guess. Sorry to he that looks man. like he would gaslight me and leave me on red. Yeah, he looks like he would be dating two girls at once. Yeah, like why are you guys shocked? There's probably six more of you. He probably collects blondes.
0: And, like, I liked that Emma was just, like, over it. She was just, like, I don't know why we're, like, dredging up this drama. Like, it's done. It's in the past. We've both obviously moved on. Like, Christine is visibly pregnant. Like, we're both moved on. Like, why are we, like, having drama about this?
1: Yeah. Like, what? So I have a theory. When – after I watched season four, I got, like, back in the selling sunset sauce. I was like, God, this is the best show ever made. I'm so into this. This is iconic. So I watched it from the top. And I really think Christine cannot handle the amount of money and fame and status she has because in the first season, she was a little bit of a mean girl, but she was more of just like a savage and like really confident. And I don't actually think she was that much of like a villain, so to speak. But each season, it gets progressively worse. Like it did not go from zero to 100. It was was steps.
0: Yeah, I – I didn't hate her in the first season No, I loved her. I didn't hate her. I didn't like vibe with her, but I liked that she was honest and she challenged people. And then it just like – people were like, oh, we love how you like approach people. And she just like made that her whole personality. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think – okay, here's my hot take for Selling Sunset. I think her husband is the problem. Duh. Duh. They got married it.
0: so fast.
1: I think he's toxic because he like was really in this season a lot. I was like, damn, Christian, the tech icon, getting a lot of airtime this season. Yeah, he was like instigating and he all he was always – he was saying was the ridiculous. rudest shit. He was just like, they'll never do weekend trips like us. Oh, wait, Davina. <laughs> Let's talk about Davina. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. First of all, okay, I am going to go in because I do not think she's a good person. She is so mean and conniving. And ha- clearly has a god complex. Did she take her outfit inspo from London Tipton of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody for this season?
0: Definitely. There's-
1: I saw this grown woman come into the office with a massive hair bow, and I said, "What is going on?" It's like she,
0: I. I don't even know. It's just like, and it, why was it a whole plot line last season for her to like get fired and then for her to just
1: like come back? Like, what? I don't know why they had her back really. Cause honestly, she's not a good employee. And she, like, okay, I think Jason can be a huge jerk sometimes. But now that I'm 20 hours into a real estate class and know what I know, um, I agree with him that that $50 million house was ridiculous. The owner was being so unreasonable. He was going to spend more money by the end of it than either of them was going to make. And like that's why you have a broker. A broker is there to mentor you and guide you and help you make good decisions. I truly don't believe he was jealous of her listing. She just like wanted to prove herself and I get that. I love proving myself. We love it. It's hot. It's fun. And when you can do it, it slaps. But it's like this was so unnecessary. I own. think
0: that producers brought her back because she is really good at like um, mirror, mirroring, mirroring other people. Like she can play both. So true. You know what I mean? Like she gets along really well with Christina, and she acts like a Christine, and she acts like a buffer. With the other girls, and she's like, "Okay, I talked to Christine and blah 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 blah." And this is what she's saying. So what do so you guys true. say? And then they give her that because they feel like they can trust her, which is so dumb. And she just runs back to Christine and spells her guts, and it's like, "Okay, so they're saying this." And I think that's why producers brought her back because they were like, "Who's going to be oh, our that's buffer?" True. Because the other girls don't. Oh my fuck god, you're so Christine smart. The way no, you're Davina so
1: right. Does. That's right. Because even though they don't like Davina, they'll still like talk to her. They'll still let her say her piece. And like Christine, they kind of really were just like, mm-hmm. "Nope." because Mm -hmm. she was so toxic Mm -hmm. yeah that was not cool okay so
0: next season I'm looking forward to the Jason and Chrishell relationship I think that's going to be like obviously a huge plot line um what else am I looking forward to I'm honestly like looking forward to Emma Christine drama like being done and Emma just like being a part of the office if that drama carries into the next season I might lose my mind
1: yeah, I don't want to hear about it anymore. The guy sucks. They're both—they're both annoying me for holding on to it. They both have other—I don't know if Emma's dating one, but like Christine, you're married with a child. Yeah. yeah. Why are we out here pressed about this? I'm also excited. I love Maya. Maya is so iconic, and level-headed, and wonderful. And I want Maya to have her own show. Honestly, she's the
0: most normal out of all of them. She's the she dresses Definitely. normal. She dresses like a normal regular. Definitely.
1: Builder. I know. I'm like, we actually might have some of the same outfits. For sure.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't make For good sure. TV. Humble Queen. We love her, but. Um,
1: right. right. Should we get into selling Tampa? Yeah. Oh my God, selling Tampa.
0: Okay. So we just want to be clear. Um, <laughs> selling um, the selling series is a series through Netflix. Selling Tampa is not a branch of Oppenheim Group.
1: No, which why well, I was su- I didn't realize until I watched it.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. I had we I had to do a little googling. So, um, and also breaking news: Cece lived in Tampa at one point in her life, and it's mm-hmm. hard for her to talk about. So we're not going to talk about it today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I can talk about it. If you're new here, I lived in Tampa for like maybe five months, maybe six months. Uh, it's not a happy place for me, <laughs> but. One thing, you know what? Honestly, I like selling Tampa more than I like selling Sunset at this point because honestly, they show more real estate. It's less drama and more real estate, and that's honestly what I'm here for. I like a healthy balance. I agree, and I like
0: that selling Tampa. um, I can't think of the realty office right now, but it's women owned, women run. um, It's all women staffed, and it's a lot of POC, and I think that's Mm -hmm. so fire. There's not a lot of POC on Sunset. And um, yeah, I think we just get like all we get a lot of diversity. And um, I don't know, there's more culture in Tampa than there is in LA. I'll say it. So yeah, I think it's all around. It has it has all the elements for a really great reality TV show. So that's wonderful.
1: Okay, it was actually cool though to be able to watch Slang Tampa and be like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I know where that is. Oh, that was really close to where I used to live. Like that is cool because I've never really watched another reality show of a place that I'm that familiar with. So Sherelle, Sherelle is like the Jason of this show, right? So she she owns the, the agency. I think it's called Allure, Allure Realty, right? Yes. Yep. So she she is the broker of Allure and I freaking love her. Her house two blocks away from where I lived. I used to run by her house, and I know it's her house because that neighborhood has a lot of more, like, historic homes, and they all look really good. It only has a handful of, like, rebuilds or, like, modern developments, and I know exactly where her house is because I did... um, the shot of uh Joanna. Is that her closest friend's name? Joanna. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of Joanna pulling into the driveway. And I was like, oh my God, I know that house. So like that was weird. Yeah,
0: I I really liked all of the staff. I think they all bring like something different. They all have different talents. Um I really at some points though, some of the decisions that Sherelle was making or the things she was choosing not to tell them. I got some a little PTSD to my toxic agency. Um just the way she was leading was a lot, a lot like how my former boss did and
1: oh no. I don't know, just
0: like there's like obviously like financials are like not something that needs to be shared with everyone on the team. However, when it comes to like the percentage that people are taking, especially when it comes to reality, like you do need to know and you do need to be a part of the conversation. So, I just I didn't love the way that she approached some certain things and she was just always like it's my way or the highway which fine whatever but then like I don't know that's that's how you're going to run your brokerage I feel like you're going to burn bridges so I don't know I did but I did overall I like her overall I like her just some of her decisions I was like this is a little a little, little toxic.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it was like editing or like, you know, producer tricks. But when Sherelle just like rolled out that insane commission cut from 95.5 to I think 85.15 it was, that was wild. That's actually huge.
0: Nothing normal about that. And that gave me flashbacks to my agency where like financials were kept from us. And like it's different when you're in an agency and you're like lower level. You're not leadership. Mm-hmm. But when you're like in a brokerage and um, you are responsible for literally bringing in a paycheck and all of a sudden your paycheck mm-hmm. decreases by 10 percent, that's huge. And for her to be
1: like – well, That's just massive. For her to
0: just be like sell more, it's like no, I shouldn't have to sell more just to like get back to where I was. That's not fair. And so I think Rena bringing that up and she's the one who was the lawyer – um previously her Mm -hmm. bringing up that she wasn't okay with it like literally made her my cast favorite because she wasn't she like knows what she's worth and she wasn't gonna take she wasn't gonna take the cut if she didn't deserve it and um yeah i think i think she should start her own brokerage i do think it was like a very sneaky snake move of of rena though to go behind Sherelle's back and ask Anna-Sophia or Anna-Sophie and Colony if they would Aunt want to Sophie. come to her brokerage. And Sophie. Thank you. And Sophie and Colony to come to yeah. her brokerage. That was sneaky and I didn't like it. That's what not to do. But otherwise, otherwise, I stand by her.
1: Her going to specifically the youngest and best in the brokerage was really not cool. Like if you want to get your, your broker license and do your own thing, you do you. That's amazing. But like – yeah, that wasn't cool. I love Anne Sophie. She's my favorite.
0: Yeah, she's she just seems like she's eager to learn and she's hungry
1: and she's like applying herself. So love that. hmm She's so smart. I love her. But yeah, that was not cool of Rena at all. And but I do think, okay, my, my problem with Sherelle's commission split thing is based on what you see in the show, and I'm saying that because, you know, they cut things up or whatever. The two girls, there were like basically two girls who don't sell shit. And that was the one who was kind of dumb. Is her name Alexis? Where she I have to look up their I can't remember their name.
0: Alexis is the one who was married to the NFL guy.
1: Yes. Alexis. And, and like, yeah, he and he she kept was making
0: up excuses about like why she couldn't yes. sell and why she couldn't do showings. And like the one thing I know about reality. You're always on. You literally are never off. So if you want to have Truly. any semblance of a normal family life, like that's not the job for you. It's not the
1: career for you. And I like to be on all the time. So it's a great side hustle for me. It's not a me. hobby. I think she thinks it's like a hobby. No. Like, oh, I'm, a,
0: I'm staying at home. I, I so need something too. to do. Maybe I'll just get into realty because that's fast cash. Like, yeah, it's fast cash if you like are working 24-7. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she was with the other real estate agent who Cheryl was like, okay, mentor her. And literally the agent would be like, Yeah, this house has an amazing pool and then Alexis would be like, Great pool. (laughs) Like she would just repeat each little word after she said something and it was so painful to watch.
0: Yeah, she wasn't like, Yeah, and it's salt water, so it's like blah blah blah. It's like you're not adding any value.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then that guy came and it was like a it was a massive house, right? Like I think it was probably in the tens of millions. And he was like, What are the property taxes? And she was like, Six thousand and he was like really and she's like i don't know like girl okay i am going to draw a comparison that will only make sense to
0: people who have watched selling tampa and the 20 somethings austin show
1: okay oh niche niche content we love it watching alexis try to sell
0: that house to that man was as hard to watch as abby's bartending scene <laughs>
1: I knew where this was going as soon as you started. And I was like, no, 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 no. God, that is so perfect. Yes. It's like, it's like, this can't be real. Like, there's just no way you made it this far in life with that skill set.
0: And you thought it was going to be okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Honestly. Okay. I did not think that the real estate class that I'm taking was going to be a cakewalk by any means. I did not think that. And not to flex, but like, I am very book smart. Okay. I am good at school. And it's it's not impossible, but not anybody can like just do it. So like knowing the class, I can't. Be- I can't believe she passed the test.
0: I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Um, I feel bad for her. Like it's tough, but it I do. Yeah, like um, she seems like a sweet also girl. The, the way they did. The way they didn't tell anyone in the agency too and then they showed up to that event and they were like, Oh, where's Alexis? And they were like, Oh yeah, she's she's taking some time off. Like ooh, that's so toxic to not be like, by the way, like someone you work with every day is gone. <laughs>
1: what? Yeah, that that was pretty wild. Um one thing I also like more about selling Tampa is they're so direct with each other. Like, okay, yes, when Rena tried to um, kind of poach Colony and anne Sophie, like obviously they kept that on the low, like to themselves. But that's awkward. Like I would too. But whenever somebody has a problem with somebody, they're like, "Hey, you said this and it wasn't cool." Instead, they don't they don't have a Davina counterpart that's like being the messenger and running point and like they're mad about ex boyfriends from years ago. So I kind of like that.
0: Makes it makes it better TV. Mm-hmm. You get more out of the episode, and it's not going to drag on for episodes because they wrap it up. They're like, this yeah. is the issue, and whatever. So, But there's still good drama.
1: That. There's still good drama, and and we got more houses. We saw more houses. Okay, so I'm going to share my hot take and also draw a comparison. But hot.
0: So my hot take is that this okay. selling series from Netflix is going to be very much like the Real Housewives franchise Empire. Like, the way that we come to – to um, I don't know. They'll love the characters, love the different areas. Like, it's very much it, – it reminds me so much of Real Housewives. And People already have their fan favorites. The way that Christine calls herself an OG is, like, so similar to Vicky Gunvalson, which if you watch Real Housewives, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so that is, like, my hot take, and I, I think it's going to take off um, – My comparison that I'm going to draw, and I cannot take credit for this. My friend Anjali um, drew the comparison, and I just ran with it. But um, Selling Tampa is very much the Real Housewives of Atlanta, of the franchise. And not because they're POC, but because, um, I mean, they just act the same way. They bring drama at a different level. The intensity is completely different. There's way more culture. Um, And Housewives didn't take off. Until the Atlanta franchise was introduced because it went OC, New York, and then Atlanta. And Atlanta got the highest views the first weekend it premiered. And the Atlanta girls do not let the other franchises forget that. So, like, yeah, OC and NY were, like, great. But the whole game changed when Tampa was introduced. And I feel the exact – or not in Tampa. When Atlanta was introduced. And I feel the exact same way about selling Tampa. Like, this is just going to skyrocket. So, I don't know. That's my hot take and my, like, little comparison of the day.
1: I, yeah, I love that that is, like, where your head's at with this because I've honestly not thought about it that way. And I agree. Like, this region of the world, the Midwest and the South, it does have more, like, it has more vibes. LA, in my opinion, is very sterile, especially from a reality TV aspect. And I think that's why Love is Blind is so good. That's why Love is Blind is so good. All those people are from Atlanta. It's where it's based. Mm -hmm. And I think people raised in the Midwest and the South, even though, you know, we have, like, our Southern hospitality, we are more direct. We're going to tell you what we think.
0: Yeah. And in, like, LA, they just want to talk behind your back and, like, hope you don't find out about it, which they're going to find out about it. So. I'm very excited. Um, I was able to scoop some tea from um, a TikToker who is an agent at the Oppenheim Group in um, Newport Beach, which is basically the OC, Mm -hmm. Um, and they just opened, the Oppenheim Group just opened a location there, and she confirmed that there will be a Netflix series based out of that location as well. So the selling series um, is definitely a go. We've got another franchise added moving at a much faster pace than Housewives. Um, I hope it doesn't like spontaneously combust, but I would literally love for like Chicago and New York and maybe even Boston to also get franchises. I think it'd be so good.
1: No, I want to see. I want to see Connecticut. My daddy went to Yale. We play polo in the summers selling. Houses. Selling Connecticut. Yeah, we need, like, selling Cape Cod. Or, like, selling Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. So oh, dumb. my God, Martha. Any opportunity? More Martha, please. So
0: what's your hot take besides your earlier one?
1: It's not really as wild as yours. Like, <laughs> now it doesn't feel that hot. It's kind of... Okay. So, you know how, like, Jason, head of Oppenheim Group. Sherelle, head of Allure Realty. hmm they both kind of embody that same, like, commander-in-chief vibe, you know? And the things people say about Terrell, like, oh, she's, like, so mean and harsh or whatever. I think people only say that because she's a woman. Honestly, if anything, she's a way better boss than Jason and a way better mentor and gives more information and more guidance. I but because Jason's, like, a white dude, we expect that out of him. So I actually think she is the more, like, sh- she's the one who I would want to work for. Like, I think she cares more about her employees and actually less about, like, the money. And I love that she's former ARMY and that she's, like, a complete badass. Like, I'd love that for her. I totally so agree. That's, wait, that's my hot take. Wait,
0: can we quickly discuss the fact that she's dating Chad Ocho Cinco, like, and she's pregnant? Hot. <laughs> Hot. Them was a couple, hot. pregnant Stan with his baby. Obsessed. You know what's so funny? The only time, like, growing up not into sports ball at all, um, the only time that I, like, really, like, tapped into things that were happening in the sports news was when Tiger Woods cheated on his wife and she came after him with an umbrella. Oh, my God. And when Chad Ochocinco yeah. changed his name to Chad Ochocinco, thinking it was 88. Like, who just changes their last name without – like looking up what the actual How Spanish validating. like translation is. It's so funny. It's so funny it's to like me that when, she's dating him.
1: Ariana Grande. Got that? Got that? Like Japanese tattoo, and it actually said like barbecue or whatever. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. But yeah. it's like permanently it's his, like his you last didn't name. Verify. So I'm dying to know if their baby's last name will be like Serenity Ocho Cinco.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Um, okay, so I think that's like. Everything that we had to say about Selling Series, we want to hear your thoughts as well. So obviously we'll give you the opportunity. Did you guys Did you guys know that you guys can leave us voicemails on Spotify? So either DM us or send us a little voicemail of your thoughts on the Selling Series. We want to hear all about it. Um, our next podcast is going to be another just – solo us to no guest we're gonna do like a vogue 73 question situation so we'll give you the opportunity to send us in some questions we'll ask each other we'll answer each other we'll answer together all that good stuff so keep watching our socials for more information on that episode but um, thank you so much for listening today. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, all the good stuff. And make sure you're following us on Twitter at Not a Hot Take Pod and on Instagram at Not a Hot Take. Cece, where can they find you?
1: You can find me, Cece, at Kathleen Clark Samples on Instagram and at Cece the Gemini on Twitter.
0: Um, and you can find me, Morgan, on everywhere at c morgan work and you can read my monthly blogs you can read my monthly blogs c just put out a new one for january with some very hot recos for you guys to soak on up have a great day hotties